in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. I don't know why my camera just went completely to white right there. It's a hell of a reveal. Here it is. Say the same guy that's uh, been here since the beginning. One of two. A little magic. Um, David Blaine. Fuck you, David Blaine. Perfect. Um. Yeah. So, no, so we're back again to answer some uh Questions, thoughts, and comments from uh, the patrons here at the $5 and above level. Uh, we're kind of rounding into the Christmas season, so we've seen some slightly Christmas-themed questions, but we never know what we're going to get. We never know uh, where what path we're going to walk down or what tangents are going to be uh, explored uh, based on the questions that we get. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a $5 and above patron, if you want to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash the top 10, sign up the $5 tier and above and you can send in whatever question you want about whatever you want and matt and i will try to answer it on the show or we'll answer it on the show it just may not be in the time frame you were hoping to get it answered but we do that so there you go yeah we have created homework for ourselves in the past when the question was <laughs> yes, we one have. we wanted to take a little time to ponder um but our, i believe it's my well, turn to start yes this time. yes it is please and uh this one comes from tim williams okay and it says, G'day, blokes. Hope things are good on your end. Guys, straight to the point. Do you have any good office Christmas party stories? One of my best mates at work slept with his boss, slept with the boss, which made for an interesting day the following Monday morning. Also, I think they dropped with the ball with office Christmas. I think that my guess that oh. means to be also, I think they dropped the ball with Christmas office parties or party movies. Jesus Christ. Wow. If they had, of made it somewhat grounded could have had a good movie in my opinion uh was there an off office christmas party movie yeah office christmas party the one with um uh jason bateman i think and uh, jennifer aniston i think that's what it's called oh office i christmas did not party? see that i did yeah, not yeah, see yeah, that yeah. and he says stay safe blokes and merry christmas huru huru Thank you so much, Timothy. Um, yeah. What's a, a good Christmas party stories? I don't know. I mean, I've had, I've worked in an office that much. They've been pretty boring. I mean, I've had, when I was temping at the Writers Guild, boring Christmas parties. Um, when I did DVD testing, boring Christmas parties. Although there was always drama because people drank. There was always like, you know, your real emotions coming out and people complaining about certain things, but nothing to the level of sleeping with the boss or the boss or anything like that. I don't, I don't have had any, not that I can recall. What about you? Yeah. Not at the party. I mean, I've slept with oh. people having left the Christmas office party. Oh, well, sure. Of course you have. I know. Uh, yes. And once let's see one, we held at a bar and uh, started making out with, a girl at the bar and then we left mm-hmm. to go back to her place because she lived within walking distance ish from the bar nice. it's like a 10 nice. minute walk so we just uh, walked back to her place yeah. uh but yeah nothing crazy i i 
have sporadically worked in offices, but it's been mm-hmm. a very, very, very long time since I had any kind of semblance of an office job. So that whole like we go yeah. to work and get drunk and or drink or whatever never really existed for me. And I can't imagine many offices do that anymore just because of liability or oh my god, no Why? potential issues. Yeah, all yeah. the the stuff you'd see from like the fifties and sixties about their office parties. Oh God. At Christmas, I can't yeah. even fathom in any work environment I've ever been in. Yeah. Where it's like that. Uh now we we've taken like I've had jobs where we all go out for a big meal and then go out drinking afterwards. I've had right. those right, right, sure. for a Christmas party, but not at the office. Uh, but that was technically the the jobs off or the jobs Christmas party. Right. Um That's odd. Yeah, I can't imagine like just yeah. going three sheets to the wind. Uh I mean I've worked at bars and we Yeah. But it's just another excuse to drink at the bar. So yeah, even even at uh, Collider when we had the Christmas party, it was tied to, or the last one I went to, it was tied to uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and so you could go see the movie and then come back and and uh, hang out at the Christmas party. It was weird, like we we had it in our play, and then we turned the lights away at a DJ, and then there was like separate sections that were divided, like the office desks were divided by these kind of like tinsel, you know, like drapes or whatever that people. So okay. I was there for maybe 20 to 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm out PC guys. Cause it just was like weird. And so, yeah. With, why am I coming jam. back to the office? Yeah. Right. Why am I coming back to, why would I come back to the office? Yeah. You know? Doesn't make any sense. This should be a, Hey, we're ending work early. Yeah. Right. To do this, not come back in your f- spare time to yeah. party. Right. Even if I liked everybody at work, it's just like, I'm here enough. I don't need to be here even more. Are you going to tell me something I haven't heard before? Yeah. What, what is going to happen in this instance? Uh, <laughs> no, I would love it if I had a bunch of stories. Yeah. You know, like those. Although since I don't drink anymore. My stories are nowhere near as good as they used to be. Oh, fair. Fair. Yeah. It's just, I don't find myself in situations like that anymore. And it's like, how did I get here? Who cares? And let's just go on with this. Let's have fun. Yeah, let's have fun. Um, That's hilarious, man. Yeah, I stop myself 12 steps before I get to anything remotely resembling the type of bullshit that I used to get into. Smart. Well, no, it's just drunken idiocy. It's one bad choice that didn't hurt you that leads to another bad choice that somehow didn't hurt you. And you just end up in this fucking cavalcade of bad choices that make for a great story the next day and nobody got hurt. (laughs) Uh, Got boatloads of those. Thank God that nobody got hurt. Exactly. But yeah, nothing office related. I wish. I mean, uh, they they still doing it down in Australia, Tim? Yeah. Let us know, Tim. Tim, are they having it? Uh, are, are they not as uh, uh, uptight as we are here uh, in the well, States? We've only gotten uptight in the past like 10, 15 years. <sighs> yeah, but we got really uptight. Like it's super yeah. uptight how uptight we are now. Past five, five, 10 years, it's gotten to the degree of like, this doesn't seem as much fun anymore. Yeah. For a lot of things. Yeah, that's right. You're not wrong there. I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand the impetus. Of course, you want you you know, for years we weren't as respectful to certain sections of society. Hundred percent. Of course, me being one of the big ones that kind of bangs the drum about it. But by the same token, we also kind of gotta relax a little bit, not take things so well, seriously. Just, you know, exactly. And. Yeah. We're doing our best to make the changes, but it can't yeah. be this monumental shift overnight. Right. And then the overcorrection by some to uh, right. 
the make sure just like well, okay, okay well, uh, all right like uh, it doesn't make me i don't even want to be a part of this anymore and i yeah. agree with you right but right. you're just such a soggy diaper on all of this <laughs> that i just don't want to be around it at all i'd rather do something else yeah numerous things like that where i'm just like oh fuck i agree ah. with you and this sucks yeah, I found I, you know, I'm not, and again, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm down with respecting the situation and everything like that. But by the same token, I, I also think we're, we're becoming, as I said earlier, just more uptight about everything. And so people are afraid to talk. They're afraid to joke. They're afraid to, you know, and, and then the people who are arbiters of this change are also kind of, I think, somewhat enjoying the little bit of power that they have off of that. And I think that we've got to find that middle ground. Because we're, I'm not a I'm not a Rogan guy in any way, shape, or form, uh, especially recently. But I think there are um, there's legitimacy to taking a look at some of this stuff and and um, finding the middle ground. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we've gone too far one way, and then in reaction, the other side's gone too far the other way. And there's got to be a middle ground that we can kind of exist in, you know. So, yeah, I think the, the one of the best. Yeah. Things I've seen is, uh, so a trans person was ordering at Sonic, and oh, one yeah. of the the one of the employees that took their credit card mm-hmm. uh, called them sir because on oh. the credit card it has a man's name, right? So they're trying to show respect, and the video is of the individual yelling at the manager and like, how dare they? Oof. And I saw the trans community come out and be like. He's just a manager and the you're over like you're creating this drama yeah. that does not exist. It was so heartwarming to see, hey, did yes, yes. Yeah. This you're just being an asshole. This guy's trying to be eventually he gets flustered and he's like, Look, man, I just manage a Sonic. Yeah. Like, wh- what do you what do you want from me? I'm trying to be nice and respectful and, and right. uh, doing all the things that I should. I'm not condescending to you. I've not tried to make you feel like an asshole. Uh, and not try to make you feel weird for whatever choices that you want to make in your life. I don't give a fuck. Do you want a burger or not? Yeah, no? that's all I'm trying well, to find have out. Have a nice day. Do you yeah, want a burger or not? Exactly. And I think if this was like a year and a half ago, there'd be a whole cavalcade of individuals that'd be like, "No, you have to stand up for it." And just uh, when I saw yeah. it on Twitter and the full on, so many trans people would be like, "This dude is a prick." Because the manager is doing nothing other than just trying to be professional and nice. And you're just being an asshole. And I was like, that, yes, yes, I am all for, I will happily fight for your rights. But people are just assholes sometimes. And it seemed like for for a while there, you couldn't even call out them being an asshole. You're like, why, what? They don't get a pass from being a prick. Yeah. Uh, That, that to me, there's been a few instances of that. And it's like, uh, Jesus, really? Really? We're doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're doing this again. Yeah, I know, dude. You're not wrong. I, yeah, it, and I realize it, perhaps that is insensitive. Uh, fine, but I'm all for the rights that you want to have. I have yeah. zero problem. And yeah, the pronouns you want me to? Oh, sure. Uh, don't care. It's fine. Right. Uh, it makes no know. difference to me. Yeah. If that's what makes you happy and comfortable, great. I'm right. all for it. Right. But if I forget, don't browbeat me because uh, this is all new to me. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I think that's what uh, it comes down to is a lot of people saying, hey, you know, let's create space for understanding um, and for uh, letting people try again. You know, and and I'm not trying to get into any kind of shit here, but yeah, me either. um, There was a person who runs a website who 
uh, uh, sorry, runs a YouTube channel who said they weren't going to cover a certain story because they didn't want to have him, them or the their co-hosts say the wrong pronoun, and so they weren't going to cover it. And people are just calling that person out on social media and stuff, and uh, correctly so, in my opinion, because you're basically saying, you know, I can't handle the backlash, or I don't want to deal with the backlash, when in fact... You, if you make a mistake and you just apologize immediately or you, you get highlighted, people you can just comment somebody and apologize. It's no big deal. And this is the same person that leaked the Spider-Man No Way Home pictures. So that person seems to have no problem dealing with the flack of that, but somehow dealing with oh, the I think, pronouns. I think who you're talking about. Dealing with the pronouns is apparently an issue. And so for me, I just I, – I can't make those two thought processes connect, right? I'm not – criticizing what i'm saying is i don't understand how you can handle one level of flack but you can't handle another level of flack and it just uh i don't know i just find that to be quizzical right mm-hmm. i'm just more like explain that to me a little bit why yeah. you think this kind of flack is easier to deal with than the other kind of flack because i would imagine revealing something like that is a little you get way more crap for that but i don't know, I don't know. yeah it's just trying to where Attempting to be understanding, please understand yeah. if our understanding isn't complete. Right. Exactly. It will take time. Yeah. Uh but I'm more than happy to do whatever's gonna make you comfortable and happy. Exactly. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You wanna uh, go by different pronouns? Great. Absolutely. Just remind me of that fact because I'm probably gonna forget for a while. Yeah. Because I'm just up. not used to doing it. Right. Uh yes, yeah, it's, it's it's that. It's the lack of how dare you? Just like, I, because I'm not used to it. Yeah. This isn't something that I've been, uh, you know, confronting or dealing with or had to think about yeah. until now. So, yeah. Please give me time and anyone else time. Well, yeah. And also, um, I think that's what I'm talking about the middle ground. Like, yes, people want to. Uh, learn the pronouns. Want to be respectful of the pronouns? Absolutely. By the same token, um, please be respectful when correcting and giving a chance for the person to receive your correction and adjust their uh, approach to it. And yes, they might make the mistake again because it takes a little bit to get it in your mouth, like anything else, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just like, okay, you got to figure it out a little bit more, and let's create the space for understanding instead of the yeah. space for judgment. That's all that needs to be happening. So, yeah, I'm down to party. Just to, you know, yeah, I, I got zero problem. Just yeah. relax a little, and yeah. I will try and relax a little. And uh, I, I don't want to feel like I'm defensive at all times, just because I don't fully, you know, yeah. I haven't fully acclimated to the system yet. Right? Yeah. Uh, it takes time. Yeah, it does. So anyway, got office parties. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who root to that? Who root? Love it. All um, right. Um... Well, thank you, Tim. Yes, thank you, Tim. Uh, where are we off to next? Let me see here where the next uh, I think it's one Nick is. Baldwin's. Nick Baldwin, that's right. Topic Thunder. Hey, fellas. Hope you are doing well and dodging that Omicron. Heard the recent call for more questions, so I got reminded to keep going with Aaron at all and let your fans get to know you more. Next up, if you were able to live to the age of 90, oh, fuck that, and retained either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years, which would you want? Thanks for all you do. Be well. Great question. Matt Nost. I'm glad I'm not going first on this one. Matt Nost. Thoughts? 
that's a tough one, right? That's a tough one. I mean, I I'm leaning towards mind. Okay. But okay. I would still love to be like you see video of Dick Van Dyke now, and he's still dancing and shit, and gets himself in good good shape and whatnot, and be like, right. that's that's pretty appealing because you get to the age of ninety, and there's quite a few people that are just you know uh, with walkers or wheelchairs or relegated to kind of staying stationary and yes. to be up and mobile and moving around. Like my grandma's uh, r- roughly about that age, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's still she travels a bunch and she's out. That's good. Uh, yeah, it is good. And the lack of travel in the past, you know, year and a half has really uh-huh. taken its toll. Thankfully, she's getting back out and traveling, but she couldn't, obviously. Right, right, right. right. And I think she aged more in this past year and a half than she had in the previous 10. Wow. Um, yeah, just sitting at home so much, and she's mm-hmm. used to being gone almost every weekend, especially during the spring and summer. summer. Right, right, right. Uh, and just constantly activities and going out to see friends and whatnot. So that type of mobility would be preferential uh, and she still seems with it. So I wonder if the physicality keeps your brain sharper. Ooh. So it might be more advantageous to have the 30 year old body because it would keep, because your mind could dull yeah. if you're physically inactive. I don't know. What, what are you taking? If you're bot, if you're in a, if you're a, got a good looking body, then I would say go with the body. Cause even though you're dumber, you're still going to get attention and get laid. So it's shout 90. out to you into your nineties, right? Yeah. Okay. But I think what Matt, I think Matt's logic makes a lot of sense. The ability, if your body, if your mind is, is that what you're saying? Is your mind is sharp, then your body will be able to kind of adjust to a degree. And if your mind is sharp, you'll be able to eat correctly so that when your body gets to 90, it's not going to be as bad as another a body would be at 90 who's maybe not that smart about eating. Possibly. Smart about so to me, the mind is, and everyone, you know, and these people who really kind of study the mind, the mind is what is uh, really important uh, in any situation to get right. Yeah, to keep constantly. If you're going to have any sort of longevity, it's all yeah. about your brain. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have the physical, but that really only feeds back into... You know, the mental acuity, I think, yeah. is more advantageous because yes. unlike John, I don't know how much fucking I'm going to be doing at 90. I mean, I'd like to believe, but I'm pretty sure Viagra and my heart aren't going to be going well. You know, there's got to be an age limit as to uh. <laughs> I got to take a stress test before they're willing to write you a script for yeah. Viagra at that age. But I mean, I like you just dick out at the nursery, uh, the, the nursing home. The dude that, uh, that sold us our house. Now lives Wait. at that that okay. place in Florida that it's the largest group of retired people. It's like oh, a yeah. hundred thousand people. Yeah. And they've had outbreaks of all kinds of STDs over the years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh and he moved down there. He assured us 15 times is because he loved to golf and there was like three courses right there that were part of the community. Uh-huh. But he said it so many times, you're like, okay. I, I get it. You love to go. He does love to golf. Uh, okay, I mean, now. he painted this house like a clubhouse, like a oh. golf, you know. Right. Uh, it's fine. We're slowly changing it. It's a lot of greens and tans. Uh, so he definitely loves the golf. But anybody, you know, doth protest too much about the <laughs> golfing really leads you to believe there might be. Because after he told it, it's like the villages or some shit. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. And we were like, oh, OK. And I just read a story about like a, a syphilis or something spike at there. 
like a week before we met him and then it was nonstop. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to golf. All right, buddy. Look, if you want to go down there and bang around with other 70 and 80 year olds, you go right ahead. You do whatever you got to do. You know what? You do me the favor. Go knock it out. Go. Do yeah, man. Live your dream. <laughs> do not give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I think I choose mind over body yeah. of a 30 year old. You can do more with the mind. You just yeah. can do more. And, and, and as your body gets older, if you're smart. You will adjust the working out regimen even to be able to get the most out of your body, even though it, did, it goes into 90 years old. Yeah. That's what yeah the, that the body breaks down. So it does. The body can get cancer, right? That's got nothing sure. to do with the mind. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good um, question. Thank, thank you, you Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. It's a nice, uh, nice thinker. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, all right. We'll do uh, this one from Heinrich. Oh, yes. says, hi there, John and Matt. Hope both of you are doing well. My question is, what kind of athlete leaves a greater impression on you? Somebody who burns brightly for a few seasons or somebody who performs consistently for multiple seasons? For mm-hmm. example, as a guy born in 1994, mm-hmm. I grew up watching both Ronaldinho and Zlatan. Yeah. Ibrima- Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Never. It would have taken me about three pronunciations before I got that play football soccer. And I have a greater respect for his Latan uh, due to his incredible endurance. As a Swede, I might be biased. Oh, looking forward to your replies. Best wishes, Heinrich or Henrik. Okay. Um, Okay. And it's actually it's Henrik, I believe. Um, Yeah. So so what do you think? Burns out brightly a la Bo Jackson. Yeah. Or multiple seasons a la Tom Brady. Yeah. To me, it's longevity. It always is. Yeah. It always is. You know, I'm, um, you know, here I am retired, newly retired, but I gave seven seasons, you know, <laughs> and at some point, I, w- w- people, some people said, we want you to be the undertaker to play 25 seasons. At some point, you're just an old man hanging on. And I think this was the right time. Oh, dude. If seasons. you do switch the outlaw to undertaker, I'll be Paul Bearer. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> put on a bunch of white makeup oh please Make don't say that shit because you know i would absolutely consider it if you listen really i told it. christian i was like had you consulted me on my fucking nickname first off <laughs> mighty was brutal yeah but if I you mean. wanted to go with the alliterative i would have uh, suggested magnificent and i would have worn oh. a cape for every fucking episode oh my god just to be an asshole hilarious that's hilarious uh, yeah Holy uh shit. That stupid stuff, I got zero problem with. But okay. anyway, yeah, it's got to be longevity, right? Right. It's longevity for me. It's always longevity. Like, that's the thing with, with, and I know, uh, look, well, uh, first of all, Sam was great. Sam Levine was great at the, at the thing. He gave me a nice, um, you know, a nice little pep talk before I went out there. But like, S- Sam is someone that I'm like, everybody goes crazy for Sam. But I'm like, Sam had a run of about six to eight months. Uh, and then he retired. And good, you know, I get it. Totally love it. But like to me, it's the Dan Merle who's been there season after season, and then yeah, he retired for a little bit, but season after season, come back and he's just as strong. Kalinowski, he has never retired, and he's just been out there banging and banging and banging, and here he is still the IG champion, arguably better than he's ever was in the past. Uh, and so those are those things that matter to me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, to me, and same thing with sports, right? It's it's correlative to sports. Yeah, Brady. Being in there, I mean Terry Bradshaw had four um, Super Bowl wins, but they're in a concentrated amount of time. And then 
then he the 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 cliff was woof right down you know um and i think there's the difference whereas brady is consistently uh or even montana did for a long time through the 80s into the 90s and so for me that's what matters with football the same thing i mean it, and it's all about injuries too like you know that affects things because um sometimes you can't help it when you get injured and things happen and and you can't bounce back the way you used to but yeah some things are out of your hands exactly like messy messy deserves a lot of credit because messy year after year after year playing national playing for his uh, club playing all all of that matters you know and so to me that's where the consistency comes because you show a strength of will and determination to adjust your game to stay consistent and stay in the league as much as i love barry sanders him retiring early i guess is kind of cool but i don't consider him one of the greatest running backs ever in terms of yardage and whatever he's not the yeah. one that did, yeah but I, as a he was a shooting star for sure yeah i mean as he, he's the best running back i've ever seen in terms of physical ability just in, this on the yeah field. yes escapability what right. what he was able to do but then he's like he played for the lions mm-hmm. so how you know it's like it sucks that your greatness was squandered Right, and it it depreciates some of it overall because he couldn't reach the heights of others. But the longevity of, you know, if you make it to that league, that's everybody saying, "Look, you're really good." Yeah, but then, you know, it's like uh, the Beijing Olympics when all the basketball players were there and they show up to like one of the first team meetings, and Kobe shows up and he's in full sweat with two or three trainers behind him, and they're like, "Where the fuck you been?" He was like, "Where have you been? I've been up since five in the morning." shooting and we're yeah. now it's like he got in three hours of a workout before their workout and they're all like oh my god is that what it takes to be the best yeah and then they a bunch of them adopted it but you see that in all of it like the amount of time that tom brady has to put into mm-hmm. with the the workout and everything but also it, you may not agree with the tb12 stuff but he has made a commitment to yeah. his nutrition and all of that stuff to try and extend the length of his career yeah, and whether or not it works for you, it sure as shit works for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anybody that's willing to commit and figure out, like you know, Serena Williams being on top and in yeah. the conversation for this duration of time, elevates you to oh, one yeah. of the greatest tennis players of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just that is the case. The the bright star, the Bo Jacksons, will always stick out. But mm-hmm. we're talking about all time greats. It's like, yeah, but this other dude. Even if he got hurt, he bounced back and he figured out how to then work around that injury and then come back the next season was even better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, it's just a much more difficult situation. Although in football, like Brady being the exception, like Megatron retiring early, another Detroit example. Yeah. But it was he was already feeling sustained injuries and just projecting outward. Yeah. And football, I think, is a different animal than a bunch of the others just the longer you play in when you see the guys the veterans that have just been out they played like 10 years and they've been out for five and they have canes they've had five surgeries on each knee and just like Mm -hmm. you know what there's a case where i don't really give a shit uh it is really impressive with brady whereas any other sport i think the longevity plays more uh, Mm -hmm. part for me Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and you got to look at the fact like nutrition has grown by leaps and bounds over the last 20 years and and training and yeah all of that. And that's a different animal than what you had when you could like, you know, have a hot dog at halftime of your game while you're oh, playing yeah. in the locker or a cigarette or whatever. Exactly. A half bowl, a half time of Super Bowl two and they're all smoking cigarettes and yeah. 
and shit. And they still have a second half to play of, of the, the pinnacle of their sport, so to speak. Yeah. Or because you, you look at someone like Jerry Rice, and that was legendary. Rice's workouts were legendary. His offseason workouts were legendary. And now you're like, everybody now in the league yeah. has those kinds of offseason workouts. You know, mm-hmm. they're watching Le- people lead, uh, people who are at the top of the game lead by example. Like LeBron, people watch his workouts. And I think LeBron fed from Kobe's workouts, you know, seeing Kobe, what he did. Oh, yeah. Kobe seeing what Jordan did. Those are those things that, like, they, yeah, they have lead the same trainer. To success. Yeah, the same trainer, right? Exactly. They lead yeah. to success. Yeah. Once Jordan retired, he went over to Kobe. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And Jordan offered him. He's like, "You should, you should train with my guy." And, uh, uh but yeah, like uh, all the stuff that Curry does, so he had to retrain himself right. physiologically to reduce the stress on his ankles. Because otherwise, in a different era, his ankles, he would have been out of the league in five years. Oh yeah, he'd have been toast. And then there's great videos you can find of all the different stuff that they do just to work on his eye-hand coordination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, who is it? Kyle Korver has a bunch of crazy right. workout stuff where he used to get like a, go off the the uh, ocean here in the Pacific and go like pick up stones underneath and have mm-hmm. to move a stone and so far and then come back up to the top to get air and then go back down to the bottom and grab the stone and walk it some more. Yeah. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> and yeah, Jerry Rice is like, he ran up sand dunes. Actually, that was Walter Payton, but uh it's like oh this is crazy because nobody else was doing it now it's like if you don't do that you're going to be drummed out of the league in any league in no time flat yeah quite quickly but it's the commitment too like yarmir yager how long did he play for right uh uh, 20 seasons at least it's amazing yeah uh i know nothing of hockey but i know he played for that long yeah uh and that's a physically demanding sport it's really impressive so the longevity, I think, for both of us. It, it, uh, it matters. It's the difference, for sure. Yeah, It really does. Especially if it wasn't like you had some freak accident or freak injury. Then yeah. it's like, oh, shit, what could have been? But if it's a difference of you didn't put in the time, effort, training, and weren't as committed versus this other guy that was just an animal, well, yeah. you know, you got to respect the hustle. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, Yager from 1990 to 2018. Jesus Christ. 28 years. Jesus Christ. 28 years. Probably 29 once you do the seasons of 1990, 91 to 27, 2018. Yeah. That's insane. And yeah. Almost consistently playing um yeah, above 60 games per season. There are some seasons where he's around 40 or 26 or 34 because of injury, but these other ones, like his last second to last season in Florida, he played 82 games. In 2016, 2017. Yeah, had had he held on for two more years, he would have played in five different decades. (laughs) You have the 90s, 2000s, or four different decades. Yeah. 2010s and then 2020s. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. That's uh, I think that's a good time to stop there. Topic yep. Thunder. Thank you all so much for joining us and uh, watching this or listening to this. You know, you can always do that on, on, the, on the podcast feed in case you watch us on the YouTube channels. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent in questions, thoughts, and comments. We appreciate it madly. What do we have to tell them, Matt? Uh, you can follow the show at Top Ten Show on Twitter. It's all spelled out. Otherwise, on Instagram and YouTube, it is forward slash the Top Ten Podcast with the number 10. So please hit us up on either of those. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. And you can follow me at the Roca says, and don't forget 
Patreon.com slash the top 10. That's where you want to go to support the show, support everything we're doing, become a member of the Patreon, uh, and start sending in your thoughts and questions and comments. If you've got some ideas that you want us to answer or talk about on Topic Thunder, start sending them in. You know, it's the Christmas season, so we want to hear from you all some more. We'll get some, some nice gift questions for us to have to open and un, and, un, and unwrap and have some fun talking about here on the show. All right, mm-hmm. y'all take care of yourselves. Be well, and we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Thunder.